back to What Moves You with Jesse. I wanted to start today off with another review because it's so exciting. <laughs> today I have one from Ellen Leaf. It's with love, it's called. Hi, Jesse. I can connect so easily to what you are saying and how you are coaching with love and light. I and other friends and relatives are tuning in for a morning mindset and intentions for the day. It's almost a positive meditation as well as a fresh perspective to view. Thank you so much for your wisdom and insight, Ellen. Thank you so much, Ellen, for sharing the podcast with your friends and family. I love hearing from you and I love hearing what you all do together. It's so wonderful. So for today, I'm going to jump in with a question. Have you ever stood in the ocean and attempted to stay standing when a huge wave crashes over you? Have you ever been in a river out in nature or even a lazy river at a water park and tried turning upstream to see if you could stay standing while the current rushes against you? Have you ever been able to stay standing? And if you have... Was it easy? No, right? You have to muscle it so hard to stay up. You change your stance, you grip your toes, you lock in your abs, and yet... (laughs) I did it all the time as a little kid at the water park, determined to be the one that could stay standing, or at least stay standing the longest. And time and time again, I'd finally give up and let the river take me off my feet laughing my fool head off at my attempt to even try. (laughs) Here's the thing. We are nature. The very energy that gets that water moving is the same energy that gives us our aliveness. The very energy that you see in the twinkle of the eye of a baby The very energy that you feel leaves a loved one's physical body when they pass away. That very energy is the same energy that keeps trees alive. That turns an acorn into an oak tree without having to think about it. It's the same energy that you feel when the wind rushes up against you. It's the same energy that is in the force of the waves of the ocean. I'll let you ponder that. I have a couple stories I want to share. While I was reflecting about our nature the other day, I spoke to my sister who is a landscape designer and gardener. She had just lost a dear friend and client of hers that she'd known for over a decade at the wonderful age of 91. And she was reflecting around a similar thought, totally unbeknownst to me or her. She shared the sweetest observation. You know what's weird, Jess? I'm starting to notice how different things start to go awry in people's gardens when their health begins to decline. Remember Grandpa and his trees? The same thing happened with Jean, who passed away last year. And Fran was having bush plants that she'd had for years start to have issues before we even knew anything was up with her health. 
I didn't make a big deal out of her observation other than just listening because it frankly made complete and utter sense to me when she shared it, especially considering it felt totally random, yet not random at all, that she would bring that up when I was already reflective about the nature of us. I also often ponder the fact that when life becomes full for one reason or another, other parts of our life get quiet so we have space to handle what we need to handle. Like when I took care of my dad through his two back and neck surgeries in the last year. I didn't have one email or text about work come through while I was with him. I realized it at the airport both times when I was coming home. I had so much on my plate going back and forth to the hospital, cleaning and preparing his home for his arrival, making sure his friends and support lifelines were in order for when I left, speaking with his aftercare nurses. I had so much going on, yet my typical life seemed to naturally pause so I could do it all. My mom shared this with me about her own private practice as a therapist. She said anytime she was going through her own emotional work, whether it be in her marriage to my dad or stuff going on with her parents or me, her client load seemed to quiet down every single time. And just like me with coming home from my dad's surgeries, as soon as her energy was back up and she had room in herself and in her life to take on more clients again, sure enough, folks would start reaching out. Over time, she began to trust it and see that it was a gift of space that she didn't even have to create herself. Nature did it for her. So to go back to where we started, imagine standing in the lazy river with me at the water park. Let's face upstream and hold hands while we try to stay standing against the current. Got the picture? Okay, good. This feeling of trying so hard against something that's so much bigger than us that naturally wants to move us one way while we want to go another. What can that be called? Resistance, perhaps? And we tend to find ourselves in a state of resistance quite often, don't we? Probably multiple times a day, right? We resist the nature of how long things take. We resist the fact that everyone has free will and they will come to things in their own time that is not ours. We resist the fact that our plan of how we think things should go is clearly so much more important and real than the very nature of the unfolding of life. Let me ask you, If there was a tornado happening right outside your door, would you go running out in the middle of it to try and make it stop or move it somewhere else? I'm pretty sure you'd hunker down knowing it would eventually pass, even if it was scary in the process. Yes? So here is my final question and thought for you. Do you think you can relax a bit, even if just for today? into the very nature of life that you are being lived by just in the same way the trees are? Do you think you can settle into and slow your mind down to the pace of real life? Not the one you've invented in your mind that comes with shoulds and timelines, but to the rhythm of life that by nature brings healing 
a natural reordering to our minds and thoughts, space for things to work themselves out and to give you the information you need to hop from one lily pad of goals and dreams to the other? Can we do that just for today? You know, I heard one of my favorite and beloved teachers of this understanding the other day, a renowned psychiatrist named Bill Pettit, say something really profound. He said, The source of my emotional pain is always when I have fear of losing something I've attached my happiness to. With our reflections today, I hope that hits you straight in the heart in the most beautiful way. As you may be able to feel, our happiness never lies in the destination, in the resistance to what is, in anything out there. It is forever and always lying in the nooks and crannies of your own heart and soul. And the more you relax into the rhythm and nature of the timing that flows through you, the more your happiness reveals itself in the smallest and most nuanced parts of your beautiful life, no matter your circumstances. And oh, are we still standing in the lazy river together holding hands? Let's turn around and let the water of life kick our legs out from underneath us so we can enjoy the current that has us. Ready? Three, two, one. Sending love in all directions, and I'll see you next week.